Okay, so this is Vision Eternity Ministries. My name is Lee Klein. So happy that you're here. Jesus is preparing us to stand before him that day. And even before that happens, there's going to be a lot of suffering, a lot of pain. And um, Jesus talks about that in Matthew 24. I want to read this. For nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and earthquakes in place after place. All this is but the beginning, the early signs of the birth pains of the intolerable anguish, of intolerable anguish. Then they will hand you over to suffer affliction and tribulation and put you to death, and you will be hated by all the nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended and repelled and will begin to distrust and desert him who they ought to trust and obey and will stumble and fall away and betray one another and pursue one another with hatred. Are we ready for this? Are you ready to give your life? You know, we say we love Jesus. And, um, but what, what's going to happen? What's going to happen when you got to make a choice? Are you going to be like the disciples, like Peter? Are we going to be and run because we have so much concern for our lives? Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, thank you for teaching us, preparing us, enlightening us, giving us the reality of things to come. We love you. We praise you. We thank you for showing us truth, opening our eyes to see what we need to prepare for what is to come. I love you and praise you and give you all the glory. So in Matthew 16, Jesus was telling the disciples what was going to happen to him. And Peter took Jesus aside and he spoke to him privately and began to reprove him and charge him, saying, Forbid, God forbid, Lord, this would happen to you. And Jesus turned away from Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan. You are in my way an offense and a hindrance and a snare to me. For you are minding what partakes not of the nature of quality of God, but of men. Jesus was about to give up his life. And he was doing that for us. He decided to suffer as we're going to have to. We may have to give up our lives. And many are going to turn away. And Peter was one of them. He turned away. When things got tough, it just looked too overwhelming. And and so we have a lot that is coming our way that we're not even aware of. You know, we read through these things, you know, about as giving up our life and I think we just kind of try to ignore it and hope it's not going to happen to us personally. Jesus said to the disciples, if anyone desires to be my disciple, let him deny himself, disregard, lose sight of, and forget himself in his own interests and take up his cross and follow me, cleave steadfastly to me, conform wholly to my example in living and if need be in dying. Are you ready to die for your faith? Or are you going to give in to what the world is saying to you and thinking of you? 
Are you going to give in when they threaten to take your life? Because this life is too important to you. That's the question today. Jesus is saying, will you marry me? Will you give it all up? Will you let it go? I was thinking how brave my mom was. She wanted to go and be with Jesus. And she, uh, she prepared for that day. And I know she's scared. And I know she wanted to hang on and she wanted to let go because Jesus gave me a vision. And in the vision, she was walking on the clouds and picking flowers and as if to say, should I wait or should I go? Should I wait? Whoever is bent on saving his temporal life, his comfort and security here, shall lose it, lose it, eternal life. And whoever loses his comfort and security here, for my sake, shall find everlasting life. Before my mom went, she had to do some things differently. She had to conform to Jesus. He told her when she was asking to leave, because She's in her 80s, and things are just too much here. She was so ready to go. And so she obviously had a revelation that I didn't have. I was afraid for her to go. But actually, I shouldn't say I didn't have it because in the end I did. Jesus helped me. He showed me. And even after she left, he showed me. And and as she left, he showed me that she was with him and that she was safe. But she she actually did suffer physically before she left. And it looks scary, and it doesn't look like anything I want to go through. But to get where Jesus is, it's going to get tough. In the time that we live in, I was telling you that to say this, it's going to get tough. You might have to give up your life. The the, uh, disciples are in prison. Are we ready for what's to come? Can you give it up for Jesus? He's saying, will you marry me? Will you let go of your life? No one can be my disciple. If anyone desires to be my disciple, let him deny himself, disregard, lose sight of, forget himself. Even right here now and today, are you hanging on to your plans and your dreams for the earth, for like what you want to do here? Or is he allowed to do his plan for you? Do you allow him to do what he has planned for you? I had a hard time with that until I truly understood that what I want is temporal and what he wants is eternal. And what he's saying is, will you marry me? Will you let go of all you're hanging on to? My mom let go. She finally let go and she left her family, those that she loved. For Jesus, she's there with him. 
the thing that the bottom line is right here and right now, when we're willing to let go of our plan, then Jesus is going to want to send us out because it's not his will that one would perish. He is so in love with us that he's asking you even now, right now, he was telling the disciples the same thing. Will you give it up so that you can be ready to go and to do my work? Are you willing to suffer? That's what he was saying to Peter. You know, men, we, we don't want to suffer. We don't want to suffer. We don't want to look at that scripture that says that we may have to give up our lives. Jesus said many will turn. And desert him. Just think of when you're rejected by people for your faith. Just a little rejection. Those who don't want, don't want to acknowledge that you're following Jesus and they don't like what you're doing. It sounds to me like that can get a lot worse than it is. And are you willing to say, I love Jesus more than my life here? Are you willing to let them take your life if need be, if that's what it comes to? Or are you going to hang on so tight that you're going to miss your eternity with Jesus? Jesus is getting ready to come, and he's doing work on the earth. He's doing his work. And either we can participate in it and take that chance that we might have to lose our life. But either way, we're going to have eternal life with him. But are you willing to do that? Are you willing to put everything else aside for Jesus? He did for you. And now he's saying, you have to put everything aside for him. Not that you're not going to receive back from him. But what he's saying is, will you let go? Will you marry me? Will I, can I be the most important thing in your life? Whoever is bent on saving his temporal life, his comfort and security here, shall lose his eternal life. And whoever loses his life in comfort and security here for my sake shall find everlasting life. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his life, his blessed life in the kingdom of God? Or what would a man give as an exchange for his blessed life in the kingdom of God? The kingdom, the, the Son of Man is going to come in glory, majesty, and splendor, his Father and his angels. And he will render account and reward every man in accordance to with what he has done. Truly I tell you, there are some standing here who will not taste death before they see, before they see the Son of Man coming into his kingdom. All we really have to do to get to this place is follow Jesus. Keep spending time with him. Because the more time you spend with him, the more in love with him you will become. And what seemed hard yesterday 
won't seem so hard today. Just because you submit it, he's going to do the work. You have to make the decisions. If it comes to that, if it comes to your life or Jesus, what will you choose? What will you choose? Will you cave in? Start asking yourself these questions. And if you're afraid and you feel like you're going to cave in, then we need to spend more time with him and get to know him and really decide what is more important to us. What's more important to us? Your stuff, your stuff. No one leaves houses, mothers, sisters, or brothers for the sake of the gospel who won't receive back a hundredfold return. He's not asking you to give up your stuff so you don't have anything. He's asking you to love him more. And then you will have more than you had before. But it won't be important to you. Jesus will be important to you. He's preparing to come. And if need be, will you just let all your stuff go? Can he send you out without a bag or food? And just can he depend on you? Can he take you out of the box? We live a certain way and we go to church and we think that's how it is, how it is in church. But just like in the day of Jesus, the religious rulers made up their rules. Some churches are doing the same thing. And so we have to conform to Jesus. We have to conform to him. We have to know him. He wants to grow us up so he can send us out. He wants to grow us up. He wants us to get to that place where we don't care what anyone else thinks. We only want to do what he wants us to do and say what he wants us to say. Jesus didn't care. He suffered for you and I, but he didn't care what they thought. It was hard. It was painful. But he did it because he loved us. Now he's saying, are you going to stand up for me? Are you going to desert me? Are you going to back down when you're persecuted? Which happens right in the church. Are you going to back down? Are you going to conform just so they'll accept you and you can go there? If Jesus asks you to leave the church, will you leave the church? Will you do his will and not their will? Jesus is getting ready to come. Jesus is getting ready to come. And this is no game that he's playing. This is a matter of heaven or hell, life or death. And if you love him and you want to be a part of his life, that's part of your salvation. He said, you're going to go and you're going to do what I was doing if you love me. If you believe in me, you're going to follow me, not the world. Don't conform to the world. 
Revelation 3.20, Jesus said, I'm knocking at the door of your heart. If you heed my voice, I'm going to come and live on the inside of you. That's how you're going to make it. Him living on the inside of you. Him directing you, teaching you. You can't do it without him. His strength in you. If you want that, ask him. Ask him to come live on the inside of you. Ask him to. And then heed his voice. And then he'll be with you all the time, wherever you go. He'll be with you all the time. He'll just be there and he'll comfort you, give you peace. He'll start showing you the plan he has for you. But you have to let go of your plan. Your plan is temporary. Your plan is temporary. His plan for you is more than you can ask or think, and it's eternal. So ask him to come live on the inside of you. Commit. Say, I want to be a part of your life. I want to help prepare the way for you. I want to get to the place where I won't desert you, but I'll desert them. We got to get ready to leave here. We got to let go. Commit to him now before it's too late. Matthew 7, 21 through 23. Not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven because not everyone gave up their life. Not everyone really, really loves me like they say they do. Yeah, but Lord, we did this and we did that for you. Yeah, I know. But that's not what I asked you to do. It's to obey me, to love me. To give up your life for me. To let go. To be a part of my life. I didn't know you. You weren't around. You were busy. You're hanging on to this life. That day is coming. And he's so, so generous, so caring, so kind to let us know, to tell us over and over again that he's coming and what to do to be ready. Get on your knees. Worship him. If you love him and obey him, you'll hear him talk to you. Invite him in today. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for your words of encouragement, kindness, warning, telling us things to come. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for warning us. Thank you for telling us before it's too late. Thank you, Jesus. He loves you so much. That's why he's telling you ahead of time how it is. Because he doesn't tell us we don't know, and then we don't know how to make that right choice. Don't depend on another man. Go to Jesus yourself. He's waiting on you. He's waiting on you. Invite him in. Thanks so much for listening today. Remember, he loves you so very much.